0: and welcome back to this week's episode on the podcast, The Path Less Traveled with Krista, Monica, and Maria. So I know last week we talked on the three elements or the three characteristics of developing and maintaining deep friendships with one another. Um, Those three characteristics were availability, vulnerability, and accountability. And I know at the end of last week's episode, we kind of discussed very briefly how those three elements can also be Um, use to discuss your relationship with God um, to, yeah, deepen that relationship with God. And so that's kind of where we want to pick up this week is talking about, yeah, how to deepen your relationship um, and
1: work on your relationship with God. Awesome. Thanks, Maria, for introducing us. So, yeah, we were thinking about what we want to talk about regarding relationship with God. It's a super broad topic, but we really want to focus on today is just the idea or the truth, I should say, that God communicates with us and he always constantly is, is every single second is communicating with us. And so it's up to us to figure out what, what God's saying and like kind of put ourselves in a proper prayer stance where we can hear what he's saying. And so we felt like this is a really good thing to start out the, I don't know, the prayer series on because there's a million and one things we can say about prayer. Because the truth is, if you don't believe that God truly cares about you and is communicating with you, then like your whole relationship with God, just it's all based off of that. And I was just thinking, in my own life, um, once it took me several years to kind of develop a prayer routine and a prayer habit of being available, vulnerable um, and accountable with myself, and my relationship with God. but it has changed so much for me and made um, living a Christian life much more joyful and much more fulfilling and even exciting. And so, for all of you, all of those who maybe see the rules, of the church as somewhat, you know, restrictive or a bore, just something else you have to do, like a burden. Um, I think you need to maybe take a step back and start with the basics, which is God and you and how that relationship works. And so, we're going to kind of talk about that because the truth is that we're all different. And even with Maria, Krista, and I, we all kind of talked about how. God communicates with us differently. And so we have to be open to kind of, you know, we have to know about ourselves and kind of what is the way that lines up with our personality. And that's how God will communicate with us. And so Krista is going to start us out with talking about how God has communicated with her in her life and kind of how you can apply that to yourself if, you know, you have a similar prayer style to Krista.
2: Yeah. So there's many ways that God can speak to you. Um, and it's important for us to recognize his voice because oftentimes we get distracted by voices from other people and from the world around us. Um, so there's three three different ways that we're going to talk about. And I am going to talk about how God uses images to um, truly just touch my heart. Um, and that's how I know that he um, is talking to me. So I wanna first start out by doing a quick exercise that I was taught um, from a missionary and they they told us like to listen to God um, and how God uses images. We first need to close our eyes and we are going to close our eyes and think about our bedroom and imagine it for a second. All the different areas, your bed, the nightstand, whatever is in your bedroom, just picture it for a second. Um, now open your eyes. What you saw, those images, is how God can speak to you. Like he uses your imagination to truly just touch your heart. Um, I looked up the definition of like how God uses images and basically it just says, God uses pictures and images to communicate to us, like very simple point blank, right? Um, and often God speaks to me in this way and I have this overwhelming feel, feeling of being loved. He uses things like nature Um, to just speak to my heart. I know I'm not the only one. There's multiple saints throughout history that have also felt God in nature. I know blessed Pierre Giorgio Frasati, he um, also had that experience and St. John Paul II also did as well. And one of my favorite quotes by St. John Paul II said, we can pray perfectly when we are out in the mountains or on a lake and we feel one with nature. Nature speaks for us or rather speaks to us, we p- pray perfectly. Um, I really enjoy that because it really allows you to just wonder at the beauty around you and who, who created that beauty. And God is, God is the creator of what you see, the mountains, the hills, the valleys, the rivers, the waterfalls, the sunrises and sunsets, like God, God's the one that created it all. Um, another way I love how God uses images is through just um, sacred art, I guess, is a huge one for me. I know I talk constantly to Monica and Maria about different images that pop into mine. Um, one of the most recent ones, and I don't think I've told them this one yet, but it's of this beautiful painting of Our Lady, Star of the Sea. And I bought this painting back at the beginning of July. I just got it. I received it. Um, just the other day, and it's of Mary, and she has her beautiful blue mantle surrounding this gorgeous ship, and I've always loved the name Our Lady Star of the Sea, but this picture spoke to me because it showed me that Our Lady, Our Mother Mary, she has us wrapped in her mantle, her loving mantle, and she's there to guide and to guard us against everything, all the storms that might happen in our lives. Um, so I really, really am touched by that picture, and more than I can even use words to express. Um, uh, but God uses art to really truly speak to us. And um, the last way I want to talk real quick, or um I don't know if Monica you wants to chime in real quick I, before I mention the last one. Yeah, I just want to say um, when you were describing kind of the picture of Our Lady Star to see, it
1: reminded me um. My main way isn't images, but something I would suggest if you find yourself really drawn to, you know, pictures and artwork is in any church, there are beautiful statues of saints, um, of Mary, of Jesus. And sometimes what I like to do when I just don't have maybe the mental capacity to journal or to kind of like have an active communication with God is just to sit and stare at, or gaze upon sounds more, maybe nicer, um, gaze upon a piece of art. Um, I really love just a lot of times pictures of Mary are very gentle. Um, at this college that Maria, Kristen, and I went to, there's a picture of Mary. Um, I think it was our lady of grace is what it was called. And she was like a fountain, but she had, um, you know, she was standing tall and she had her arms outstretched and um, I always loved that picture because they always said that her arms were outstretched um, with like rays of light from them which were all the graces she was giving people when they would pray for her intercession and so just when you don't have the words um, I just think going to art is a great thing where even if it's not your primary way of talking to God just looking at a piece of artwork and you know having spiritual images in your room make sure that you always remember to like turn to God and just allow him to kind of just just sit in peace with that art so and anyway, I just wanted to add that Krista with what you were saying it reminded me of that
2: yeah um, I love stained glass windows too so if you guys see stained glass windows and um, just even want to contemplate not only the beauty of the colors of stained glass but then the theology behind it as well most stained glass that I've seen is of the saints um, but there's a lot of also very biblical um, stories that are told throughout Old Testament and New Testament that is depicted in stained glass as well. Um, The last thing I did want to mention was just being open to God just talking to you through images. Recently, I was at this retreat, um, but this retreat just so happened to land on the feast of St. Joachim and Ann, and I was doing a novena to them, just praying for not only myself in my discernment with vocations, but also if I was called to the vocation of marriage, I was praying for my husband. And when I got to the end of the novena, so the feast day of St. Joachim and Anne, um, I said the last, the last prayer that day. And of course, I had missed a couple of the other prayers and I felt really bad about it, but I'm like, I'm sure God understands. And as I'm going to sleep that night, I was thinking of completely different topics, but I truly believe that God just gave me an image of a person in a beautiful white dress. Um, And at that moment, I was like, this, that's me. Like, that's me in that white dress. And I really felt like God was telling me that like, you are called to that vocation, even though you're 24 years old and currently single, like that is the vocation I have for you. Um, You just need to be patient and wait. And so like that, that's something that um, I truly feel like God was telling me and just To be being open to allowing God to use your imagination, but then also being open um, to seeing the art that's around you as well and hearing God speak through that. My one recommendation with um, people who are like me and hear God speaking through just images and stuff, uh, my recommendation is to start a prayer journal. And if you're not one who likes to write a lot, maybe start doodling instead. So create your own masterpieces and whatever you feel like God is telling you or the images that is on your heart, just doodle them down on a a little notebook. You can even buy like a fancy uh, sketchbook as well. And you can use that. I think I'm going to pass it on over to Maria. Maria is going to talk about how God speaks to her. Yeah. Okay. Awesome.
0: Thank you, Krista. That was that was beautiful. I know it's like your word right there, um, but that was beautiful just what you were saying. I could like just picture what you were saying, those visualizations and just the images and everything. So thank you for sharing all of that. It was, it was beautiful. Um, so yeah, when we were getting ready to start this podcast and there. You know, we were trying to decide, you know, how does God speak to me? I kind of was trying to think and I was like, okay, how does God speak to me? So it was a really cool time for reflection and kind of thought for myself as to how God speaks to me because like we mentioned at the beginning it is all so unique the way you know that God speaks to Krista is different than how he speaks to Monica which is how he you know is different from how he speaks to me and so the way I identified how God really speaks to me is through other people um and so I know you know if you look at the Bible you know you have you know Jonah was, you know, sent to warn, you know, the people of Nineveh or you have, you know, Moses um, was sent to warn the Egyptians or John the Baptist came or, you know, our lady has, you know, appeared and she has, you know, all these people gave, you know, warnings or they were presenting the gospel message um, or something from God. And so it's so easy to, you know, look at those people and be like, oh my gosh, how did, you know, how did those people not... Listen to the prophets that God was sending. Um, But then I had to kind of look back on my life and be like, you know, how many times have I missed a prophet in my own life, someone in my own life, um, preaching to me or warning me of something to come? Um, Because, yeah, there are a lot of very holy people in my life. Um, You know, Jesus can speak through so many different people and so many different experiences throughout life. And it's just been really really cool because I don't know if anybody else does this. Um, it's probably not exactly the best advice I have to give, but a lot of times when I pray, I'll kind of like make a bet with God and I'll be like, if you want me to go to this college, you should send someone here from that college today. And like, it's very kind of like restricting. And then it's like, he'll follow through and he'll do that. And he'll like send someone randomly from this college to just, into my life for that day. And it's kind of like little things like that, or, you know, all, yeah, I just like make bets with God. I don't know if anybody else does that, but he is very good at sending people to me, um, <laughs> working through the people in my life where I'll say, you know, like, I really want to hear this word today. And then it's like, someone in my life will say that word. Um, and it just like comes up so naturally. Um, but it's also, something that I know can't quite be planned and it has to be God kind of intervening in my life. Um, And so I know that, yeah, a lot of times I'll make a bet with God um, and he'll follow through with another person. Um, And other times, maybe in prayer, I'll kind of be praying and I'll be like, I think this is maybe what you want me to do, but I need a little bit more guidance or I need a little push, a little kick in the rear to maybe get me moving or something and then it's like someone in my life who I have not shared any of this with they'll just like randomly call me that day and they'll be like hey have you thought about this and I'll kind of be like why are you telling me that and you know sometimes they'll be like oh I'm just wondering but like sometimes like one of my older brothers he like has called me a couple times and I'll be like well I just really felt like God was telling me to call you. He's like, I don't know what's going on in your life, but like, I really felt like I was supposed to call and ask you about this. And so it's just really blown me away how incredible it is um, to kind of hear God's voice from so many different people in my life. Um, And, you know, maybe they know it, maybe they don't know it. um, You know, they're just saying it, but I think that Um, for me it has led me a lot a lot closer both to God and to those people than in my life so it's been really cool how those avenues I guess have kind of intersected where not only can I grow deeper in relationship with God but I can also grow in deeper relationship with these people in my life that are leading me closer to God by what it is that they are saying um and so yeah I guess just kind of um listening to them has been really helpful.
2: Yeah, that was very beautiful, Maria. I have a quick story I wanted to share. So God does truly speak to me in image primarily, but he also speaks to me in people as well. And this one time back when I was in high school, I was struggling with um, just images and just like my, my, my self image, right? And I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, wow, you're not beautiful. You're not You're not like the other girls, right? And one time I had gotten ready for mass, I was singing at that mass, so I had to look nice. And I got ready, I asked my sister, I was like, do I look, do I look good? And she, without even looking at me, was like, oh, yeah, you look good. And at that moment, I was like, God, like, she didn't even look at me. She didn't say that I was beautiful. And so I was just like, really, really um, down in the dumps that whole day, the whole drive to mass. Um, But when I got to mass, I had to quickly go use the bathroom because I was extremely nervous, right? And I'm in the bathroom washing my hands and this cute little girl is in there and she looks at me and she's like, wow, you are so beautiful. And in that moment, I truly felt like it wasn't her saying those words, but God saying those words like, you are beautiful. And I felt so loved in that moment, um, and just heard from heard by God, even though I didn't really think God was listening to me, like He truly was. So I just wanted to quickly share that story because it relates to what Maria was saying. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no,
0: like that has warmed my heart like so much to like hear that because I think um, another yeah way that God speaks through I guess through people is especially through kids because um, I think that they're so I don't know they're so innocent and they're so close to him that I think a lot of times we just like brush them off as like oh yeah whatever like you're four like you're four years old like you don't even know how to tie your shoes <laughs> but then um, I think that they are so innocent though that they can speak words from God and so I think that was just like so cool um, Krista so thank you so much for sharing that um, so Monica yeah I don't know if we want to segue into. You now
1: and kind of your prayer life. Yeah, sure. So um, for me, I really felt like the the journey towards authentic conversation with God was sorting through all the voices in my head. And Krista kind of mentioned this early on when she was talking about God communicating with her. But um, there are so many voices that you have going through your head, and I think just taking a minute and being like okay how many voices do I have in my head right now without being like thinking you're crazy because you know we all have like our own interior voice like my mind telling me okay say something that's not entirely stupid right now and like you know uh, me thinking like okay this is like what Maria or would be thinking or this is what I feel like I'm thinking or this is what sound, so you have like the voice of others in your head and then you have like the that little you know the voice of like uh like your conscience like something kind of like in you but outside of you at the same time and then you have like the evil one's voice where you're like, Oh, you could do this. Like, and so it's just a lot of voices in your head. And so for me, it kind of took being like, Okay, I'm trying to be here in prayer, I'm trying to be quiet and listen to God, because one of the big things for me, and I think Maria and Krista would agree for them as well, is that you have to take some time in silence where there is, you know, nobody else interrupting you, and you can just kind of sit there whether it's in a church or if you can find a really peaceful quiet place in your room maybe that has some holy images like we were talking about um I found that I can pray really well if I have I have a special little corner in my room but I also love going into the church especially in front of Jesus Christ himself in the Eucharist which is what we call the monstrance right and adoration um and so just being in the silence um I realized that I wasn't quiet. Like I had so many voices in my head. And so I said, okay, how am I supposed to hear God's voice when I'm in the church, but I hear everyone else's voices instead of God's. And so I had to teach myself how to be quiet and teach myself how to let those other voices go. And then, um, Krista mentioned this as well, but one thing that really helps me is journaling probably because I am someone who I've always liked writing and words are just, um, I wouldn't say they come easy for me because who knows how smart I sound right now, but I would say that I like to talk sometimes. <laughs> and so <laughs> I like I like words. Um, and so when I journal, I look at that as kind of like telling God everything on my mind. And so that's like my voice, my thoughts, like that's me writing things down, like kind of like in a letter to God. And um, a couple of times in the past several years, um whether i've been journaling something and kind of like a lot of times i'll like be asking god a question in journaling and being like what do you think about this or like i don't know what to do about this or why did this happen you know um or maybe i'll be like i put down all my thoughts and i'll just be silent for a minute and just kind of gazing up at god um, in the crucifix like i have this voice in my head that is not from me and the reason i know it's not from me is because it usually sounds really smart And it also just sounds, I guess, like um, usually it's not connected to what I was just talking about. And so it's like a thought that I know that I never would have thought of, if that makes sense. And so it's like, if I'm talking about a certain situation and I have all these thoughts of fear and panic or nervousness or anxiety or all these things running through my head and I hear this voice of peace, I know that wasn't me because that was not the direction that my mind was taking me. Um, And usually it's very brief as well. Um, A lot of times like if I feel like it's from God it's just like a couple words and it's not like my lengthy pages that I'm writing and so um, it's really cool because when I pay attention to that usually it has a feeling of peace with it and it's just it's just really indescribable and so um, sometimes people think I'm crazy when I tell them that that I really feel like God communicate with me but um, I really feel like God communicated with me via uh, his actual divine word. I mean, I don't know um, that I could say how like his voice down, but um, it's very rare. And so I think that's also how I know it's God is because like I said, it's usually pretty brief. It's usually not something that I could have thought of and it doesn't happen very often. And so it's like, I make sure to write those things down like exact quote, because usually I go back to them and I'm like, okay, like if that was what God said like I need to figure out what he means by that you just a little bit confusing and I have to take a minute to like unravel it and so for me yeah I I, I hear God a lot through words um but I kind of want to talk a little bit about like you know just kind of briefly so we talked about how we hear God through images people and words but there is a certain awareness that needs to happen for you to be able to hear God at all because God is communicating but um you know, in the Bible, it says it's that still small voice, right? It's not always the rumble, of the mountains. Like for me, if I um, was not in silence or was not in a place where I was truly listening, I never would have heard God's voice. And so I think um, maybe if you're trying to get a prayer life started, or if you've had, you know, you've been trying to pray for years or days or weeks or however long, and you just don't feel like you're getting anywhere, just try being aware of everything, like being aware of yourself. Like I know, um, a lot of people sometimes get a little bit sketched out about the whole meditation, yoga stuff, but personally, I think, um, it's really helpful to practice just in the sense of like being aware of yourself and your surroundings and like what your body's feeling because, you know, Christ made us and he put himself in us. And so, to communicate with us is going to be through, you know, through us that he made. And so God is aware of all of our inner workings and he knows the best way to get through to us. And so, um, I'm not sure if Maria, Chris, have anything else to share along, like ways to kind of hear God's voice. But for me, the first thing I thought it was just awareness and, um, like, don't take anything for granted for both Maria and Krista's stories. Like they, they, felt like God was speaking to them and they kept investigating that. They weren't just like, oh yeah, like that's a weird coincidence. So what? Like look into coincidences. I really believe the quote that there is no coincidence, only God. And um so when like with Chris's example, Krista, I've never heard that before of the dress and the girl saying you're beautiful. And I just think that I got like goosebumps for that story. But if Krista hadn't, like, like, she could have just been like, oh, just a little girl, you know, that's what little girls do. But like, she really was like, no, I know that I was like having this doubt in my heart. And I know that God knew that. And I really believe that God communicated through that little girl. Like, just believe that it's possible and believe not only that it's possible that it happens. And I think you'll find that God is a lot more present than we give him credit for a lot of times. Um, so that's what I have to say about um. How god communicates to me but did either one of you guys have anything else to add about that
2: um i just think that it all ties back into those three the, the three words availability um vulnerability and accountability like we need to make sure we do all three of those with god because then as soon as we tie that in um we're allowing time allowing silence allowing t- just being with god being available with him but then also sharing our heart heart with him um but then also staying accountable to to like what he has said to you maybe write it down go back to it um stay accountable with that i those would be my recommendations to like helping with your prayer life and just being intentional about trying to listen to god
0: yeah i really love what both monica and Krista you guys were just saying as far as god is always communicating um Like I know in like my master's program, we kind of learned, you know, one cannot not communicate like God cannot not communicate. He's always communicating with us. He's always um, reaching out. The invitation is always there. Um, And so a lot of times I know I'm kind of like, God, why aren't you speaking to me? Aren't you listening to me? But it's kind of like I have to kind of realize, you know, I think he's saying something. If I would just maybe shut up and listen to him um and so you know ways that I do that are you know I kind of like keeping myself on like a structure um I um like having my schedule I like keeping you know all my things I have to do you know you get up get your morning exercise in you shower you breakfast you go off to work you come back you can do your homework then you get dinner and then you can go for a walk with a friend and then you get ready for bed and there you go and oh where did I pray where did I take five minutes to bring that awareness to myself? I was too busy doing my own thing to worry about asking God where he was in my day, how he wanted to use me throughout the day. Just even saying something so simple when I'm driving is God be with me today. Bless you know, my work today. Amen. Like I forgot about that. It was not on my priority list. Um, and so I think a lot of times maybe this sounds bad, but I almost have to like schedule him in, or I kind of have to, you know, every hour, like if you have like an hour schedule, because I think I'm crazy and have an hour schedule sometimes, um, and you can just say, pray, pray, and it's just kind of a reminder, just kind of reset your brain, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, huge, you don't have to go pray a rosary or do a holy hour every hour, just something simple, God be with me today, or, you know, as you're putting in your, you know, your earrings, or tying your shoes, just, Mary, watch over me today, or, you know, help me to do your will today, Lord. Um, You know, I think a lot of times you can make an excuse, like, oh, I don't have time to pray today. Like I know Monica mentioned, I think at the very beginning of not seeing prayer as a burden and the importance of not seeing prayer as a burden. Because if you see it as, oh, oh, I have to go do that. I mean, you're never going to do it. You're going to come up with an excuse every time, every time. Um, And so I think realizing that and when she start making it a habit, it will become easier and easier. Yes, it will be hard at first because that's how life is. If you're gonna form a habit, it's gonna be hard at first. Um, and so for me, that's really important to me is kind of making it a priority each and every day um, and realizing it doesn't have to be huge. It can be something small um, each and every day and that each and every day, you know, then before I go to bed, I try every night, usually it's like I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep. And I kind of say, you know, okay, what was the high of my day? What was the low of my day? And what did God say to me today? And sometimes I'm kind of like, it takes me forever to think of what God said to me that day. But it's like, you know, the more you look for God, the more you'll be able to see him just like what Monica was saying, as far as you know, maybe being able to see, oh, that wasn't a coincidence. Um, and so I think the better We get at looking for god throughout our days the more we'll see him the more we'll hear him the better we'll be able to follow him then um so
1: those are my kind of thoughts yeah i feel like there's so much we can say on prayer and so i'll probably do some subsequent episodes about different parts of prayer but i would say if there's anything um that i personally hope you take away from this episode is just the beginning even if it's just the beginning of Believing that God is communicating with you, because I think um, it's so hard. You know, it, it's a hard thing to believe that someone you don't see is present and communicating, um, but He is. And so, just dare dare to believe that, and then see what a difference it makes in your life. So, um, Krista, do you want to end with a prayer since you're so good at that? Um, and then we, yeah, are looking forward to seeing you guys again soon.
2: Okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity to talk about prayer. Um, As we move on, Lord, I ask you to give us strength to persevere in prayer, to give us um, the, the ability to be silent so that we can listen, actively listen for you, whether that is through the images, through the words, or the people. Lord Jesus, I, I especially ask for each individual listener that um, they're just open to you, that they are open to hearing what y- you have to say um, and to listen to your will for them. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.
1: Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and once again, we also do have an email, travel 2021 at gmail.com. Thanks again, and see you next time you